Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I have a shorty for you today, but it's so good. And I was listening to a podcast last week. Unfortunately, I don't remember which one it was. However, it resonated so deeply with me and it was just one of those things that you listen to and it just hits freaking home. I was like, damn, that is so true. So I wanted to jump on here and share it with you today because it can change your life as it has changed mine this past week, even just hearing about it. And I truly believe that sometimes we can hear things or read books or listen to podcasts and we hear the same message over and over and over again, but it's not until we are ready and we are open to receive it that it makes the biggest impact on our lives. And that is exactly what happened. It was just a gentle and subtle reminder that this is a lesson that I need to learn right now. And that lesson is don't underestimate the power of the little things. When we focus on something like self-love, we often think of the really big things like, oh, I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to tell myself I love myself every single day and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to eat well and I'm going to do all the things that make me feel happy and healthy. But I truly believe there are a couple things that we can do and little differences that we can make in our everyday life that really add up to help us trust ourselves more and therefore help us build our confidence. And that is showing up for the little things just as much as you would show up for the big things. So a few of the little things that I like to do and when I don't do them, I feel off my game. And when I get stuck in bad habits or I just get lazy, these are often the things that just fall to the wayside and then I forget to do them. And then I'm like, why do I just feel anxious and stressed and like everything's all over the place right now? And it's usually because I'm neglecting the little details that make the biggest difference. And these little things really, really help you to bridge the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. I think as humans, that's where the most unhappiness comes from is living in that gap, that in-between. So let's just start in the morning. Let's start with the very basic little things that we do in the morning or that I try to do in the morning that always add up to me having a better day. So the very first thing I do when I wake up is I get the F out of my bed when my alarm goes off. It might seem like such a little insignificant detail, but when you start your day already living up to the expectations that you set for yourself and living in alignment with what you want the most versus what you want in the moment, of course it feels better to just lay there and sleep in a little bit, but 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour from now when you actually do wake up and you're rushed and you're just running around the house trying to get ready for work really quickly, you're going to wish that you had lived up to that intention you set for yourself in the first place. So while it may feel more comfortable to snooze your alarm and sleep in for that extra 10 minutes, when you wake up, when you set your alarm and you actually wake up at the time that you say you're going to wake up, that automatically starts your day on the right foot. That says to your brain, to your body, I love my life so much. I appreciate my life. I will not take a second of this life for granted by snoozing my alarm and being lazy and giving in to the instant gratification versus what I want the most out of my life. And again, all these things may seem so small, like, oh, who cares if I just snooze my alarm for 10 minutes? But when you choose to snooze your alarm, you're automatically saying, my goals are not that important to me. I know I said I was going to wake up. I know I said I was going to do this thing, but I'm not going to be in integrity with myself. And when we're out of integrity with ourselves, which me 
means we say we're going to do something and then we don't follow through. That's what chips away at our self-confidence every single day. And the opposite is also true. When you have integrity with yourself, it means that you say you're going to do something and you show up and you actually do it. That builds trust and therefore that builds confidence in yourself. So that's the first thing I do. I get out of bed, even if I don't want to. If I said the night before I was going to do something like getting out of bed when my alarm goes off, that's what I'm going to do. And then the second thing I do to start my day off right, and I've heard this from so many different successful people, which is why I started doing it, is make my bed first thing. Our physical space plays such a role in our overall mental health and happiness. So I know if I come home from work, I have shit all over my apartment, and then I have to make my bed before I even get in it. I'm just frazzled. (laughs) I feel like I'm all over the place. My energy is going in a thousand different directions. I can't come home and truly relax in a space that is sacred to me. So where you live, even if it's just your bedroom at your apartment because you have roommates, that should be your sacred space. And sacred spaces, we should take care of. We should honor those things. We should treat them as a safe space for us to just come and relax. And so simply by making your bed in the morning, that's the first thing that you can check off your to-do list. That's the first thing that sets the tone for the day that says, hey, I said I was going to do something. I got up with my alarm, first of all, but now I'm going to make my bed. And that's going to start the day in an organized, timely manner. And then the third thing I always do in the morning is I do not check my phone. Oh my God. If I could just like send one message to every single girl in this whole entire world or man, I think men need this too. Don't check your phone when you first wake up. Go as long as humanly possible in the morning before you start scrolling on social media, before you check your emails, before you start checking the news. Because what happens when you start your day consuming information from other people, you're automatically starting your day in a reactive way. You're just opening yourself up to all of the garbage that's out there. And it could be positive stuff too, but for the most part, when we're scrolling through our social media feeds, right when we open our eyes in the morning, we see this girl on vacation and we see this girl's nice six pack and we see this girl just got married and Susan had a baby and all this stuff. And it automatically reinforces to you, you're not good enough. You're not where you want to be. And it just highlights and reinforces the fact that, hey, I'm here. She's there. I should be there. Why am I not there? I must not be good enough. X, Y, Z. So cut the BS. Don't give yourself that opportunity to feel like crap about yourself first thing in the morning. If you want to do that later in the day, cool. Although I don't recommend that either. Treat your mornings like magic. Magic mornings is what I like to call them. Do not open your phone when you first wake up. I like to wake up. I do my morning routine, which includes meditating. I'm trying to stretch a little more. So I've started including that. I write my top seven priorities for the day. I write my gratitude list and then I maybe journal a little bit. Then I do my workout and then I come home and then maybe I check my phone. But if I'm trying to be real good and real focused, I do my creative work or I hop on client calls and then I can go almost half the day, if not more, without checking my phone. And I understand if you need to check it for work, that's one thing. Or you're in a particular situation where you need to check it for whatever reason, then that's okay. But set boundaries for yourself. So for example, I set boundaries with everything on my phone. So my social media usage, my texting. If you ever have texted me, you know that I am the worst possible texter. I will text people back the next day. But that's because I have boundaries. I don't believe that in the middle of the day, I should be in this lengthy conversation with somebody because it takes away from my time and it takes away from their time. So for the most part, I try to avoid doing that. And granted, there's sometimes you just got to vent to your friend and I get it. But for the most part, I really only answer my text messages or emails once or twice a day. And I let that be okay. A lot of times we put so much importance on ourselves and we think that we're more important than we are. Like, oh my God, if I don't text this person back right away, then they're going to freak out. They're going to hate me so much. But don't put that expectation on other people. Nobody's going to hate you if you don't text them back right away. Nobody's going to freak out if you didn't like their Instagram picture at 7 (laughs) a.m. Okay, so just put the phone down for as long as you
as you can throughout the day and start your day in a proactive way instead of reactive way. And if you do like listening to something in the morning, you can listen to a podcast that uplifts you or an audiobook or a meditation, a guided meditation or something that fills your brain with positivity first thing in the morning. And then all throughout the day, it's keeping little promises that you make to yourself, which is self-integrity. I did a podcast about that, which I can link to in the show notes, but it's essentially doing the things that you say you're going to do. So if you say you're going to make it to the gym, then you make it to the gym. Or it's choosing the little things like going home from work. And even though you're tired, you decide that you're going to cook a healthy meal instead of just getting fast food, because that's what you want the most. It's not what you want right now, but you know, you're going to feel better as a result of that decision. In a way, I like to encourage myself to do that in the moment is projecting into the future. So I say, okay, maybe two hours from now or in the morning when I wake up, I know I really want this unhealthy thing right now. I know I just want to take the easy way out. How will I feel in the morning? If I eat this shitty food, I'm probably not going to feel the best. I might have a sugar hangover or a food hangover and I don't have time for that. I want to be energized. I want to feel well and I just want to feel good about my choices. So even though it might take a little bit more time to prepare right now, I'm going to do that because that's what I want the most. And you can go into practical things like, okay, make sure you always have healthy food on hand, prep your food one day a week or two days a week so that you actually have options you can choose from without having to cook up a whole elaborate meal. But that's a podcast for another day, girl. That's a podcast for another day. Right now, we're just talking about making small choices because the little things matter. And then this next one was huge for me. This is so so big for me because what I do at night sets the tone for the next day. So I know we always talk about morning routines and starting your day proactive instead of reactive and all that stuff, but your morning routine really starts in the evening. For me, that looks like I need to go to bed at a reasonable time. If I watch one extra show on Netflix, If I'm in bed scrolling on social media, I try not to even have my phone in my bedroom because I don't want that to happen. I know my finger loves Instagram and will just click on it and scroll through it. And then it's 11 p.m. and I'm like, shit, I have to wake up at 5.30 and I'm gonna feel like crap tomorrow. So I set a bedtime. I create a bedtime ritual where I wash my face, I floss and I brush my teeth. I listen to calming music. I try to turn the lights off in the house and just have my Christmas lights on and some lamps, get a little mood lighting going. I light my candle or I use my essential oil diffuser and I kind of just start winding down and getting ready for bed and relaxing my nervous system. And recently, part of my nighttime routine has actually been setting up and preparing for the next day. So what that looks like, if you go to bed, say you cook dinner and you just have a bunch of dishes in the sink. If you don't do those dishes, I don't know about you, but I wake up in the morning to a pile of dishes and I'm like, fuck, (laughs) I get so stressed out already. I'm like, okay, now I have to push my work back because I have to do these dishes because this is going to annoy me all day. And then I'm automatically behind the next day. So even though I don't want, I'd rather do anything. I'd rather pluck out each of my eyelashes one by one than do the dishes before I go to sleep or fold all my blankets on my couch and put the pillows back or fold the laundry that's in there that's been in there for three freaking days. I have been folding my laundry and putting it away. I've been trying to clean up the kitchen and put the dishes away and thank God for Mark because he does a lot of that. He's the kitchen man. He's the dish man. Love him to death. (laughs) I take out the trash if the trash can is full. I fold and organize things or maybe piles that I've created throughout the day so they don't add up throughout the house. I've just been trying to do things that set the tone for the next day, the night before. And I know that even though it's annoying in that moment, when I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to feel so good when my space is clean, when I don't have to spend so much energy during the day, looking at piles, thinking I should organize them and clean them, which takes away from my work, allows me to not be creative. So I just get it done at night, even though I really don't want to. So what this all boils down to is really just doing the little things. Of course, there are the huge building blocks that add up to success in our lives, whether that is mindfulness, eating well, moving your body, sleeping enough, but 
on a day-to-day basis, our lives are made up of these little decisions and the little decisions are what add up to big results in the long term. Even though it might seem insignificant for you to snooze your alarm for 10 minutes or you're lazy or bored or tired, so you just check your phone in the morning and then you feel anxious the rest of the day or, oh my God, eating a tub of ice cream sounds so much better than cooking that chicken breast right now. You have to project into the future and think about what you want the most long-term, not what's going to bring you satisfaction short-term. And when you do the things that you say you're going to do, that is called living in self-integrity. And when you live in integrity with yourself, when you set out to do something and you actually follow through with it, that is how you build trust with yourself. And when you trust yourself, that is how you build confidence. So these little things on a very practical scale allow you to build self-confidence. So if you're feeling frazzled or anxious or lacking self-confidence, look at the little decisions you're making or not making every day. When you choose to take the easy way out, even though it might feel good temporarily, you're ultimately saying no to what you want the most. If you can take a step back, if you can take a deep breath and say, okay, this is a little bit annoying right now. This might not be the thing I want in the moment, but this is what I want the most for myself long-term. That is saying yes to yourself. That's saying yes to your dreams, to your vision, to what you want the most out of your life. And you deserve to give yourself that gift of doing the little things so that the big things come to fruition. So I want to hear from you. What are some of these small things that you might be neglecting right now and how can you take steps to change them? Is it a matter of setting your alarm and actually waking up or maybe not checking your phone in the morning or setting a gym date and actually following through or cleaning up your house before you go to bed so you wake up in the morning and you feel prepared and ready to tackle the day? I want to hear from you. So take a screenshot, share this on your Instagram story, tag me at healthnotjulie. And then I want you to tell me one or two things that you're going to change. Actually, let's just start with one. Tell me one very basic promise that you are going to keep with yourself. Because as I said, the little things are the big things. And that's true in our daily habits. It's true in our relationships. It's true in our small choices that we make with our health and our bodies. Keep showing up for yourself. Keep knowing that you are worth showing up for. And I will talk to you in the next episode. I love you. See you later. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.